podcasts and rock concerts. What do they have in common? Today, we're diving into five ways podcasts are like rock concerts. Welcome, everyone, to the In a Weekend podcast and this live recording. I'm your host, Young Pratt, and I'm so glad you're tuning in today because this episode was inspired by a rock concert that my oldest and I recently attended. For her 16th birthday, she wanted to go to a concert by one of her favorite artists, whose name is John Bellion. And as an aside, if you haven't heard of him and his music, he's definitely worth a listen. I really find that I have enjoyed his music, and it was really fun to go see him live in concert. So we went to this concert, which was outdoors at USANA Amphitheater in Salt Lake City, and As you can imagine, in the middle of summer, it was quite hot, and there were a couple of bands that played in the beginning, uh, one of which had a really, really great horn section, which was really cool to hear, and I haven't seen that live with lots of bands these days, so it was very cool. So as I'm sitting there at this concert looking around, the first thing I discovered was that I was possibly one of the oldest attendees. And this is kind of like podcasting in a sense that it is completely okay to be the oldest or the youngest when you create your podcast. Now, at first, I will admit it felt kind of weird to be like the the oldest person here at the concert. But as the sun started going down and the main event came out and we were able to enjoy the music, it was definitely easier to do that as I went on, just like a podcast. When you first do a podcast, it can feel overwhelming and intimidating. And the more you do it, the more fun it becomes and the more laid back the whole experience and process becomes, just like me being the oldest at a rock concert. It felt really funny for me to be wanting to be up and, you know, enjoying the music and dancing and having a good time in the beginning. But as the time progressed at the concert, it definitely became much more second nature to be able to just really, you know, be who I was. and and not feel weird about being the oldest person there. So that's the first reason why podcasts and podcasting is like a rock concert. Are you ready for number two? The second thing is you need to know your audience. One of the coolest things I I feel about going to a live concert is that, yes, you get to listen to your favorite songs and really enjoy the experience, but there is this banter back and forth with the audience. And John did a really good, really great job, actually, I'll say, with interacting with his audience and getting them to respond. And there was a moment during the concert towards the end of his set that he really got into the heart of knowing his audience. He spoke to them in a way that really conveyed that he understood them and really respected them and appreciated them. And it really made the audience go crazy. They were they were over the moon with this, hooping and hollering because he knew who he was talking to. And that's no different than having a podcast. When you start a podcast, you may not know in the beginning 
who exactly you're trying to reach or who your target audience is. As you go on, however, that becomes easier to define. And using this podcast as an example, we've taken many pivots along the way over the years because as our interests have changed and who we wanted to serve has changed slightly, we're getting to know all of you much better as well. And we now have a better understanding of what kind of content really resonates with you and how we can best serve you using our unique gifts and talents here. Number three. It is okay on a podcast or at a rock concert to experiment and improvise. There was a whole section of the concert where they played one of Sophie's favorite songs, but rather than playing it from the beginning to the end, as it normally is heard on the radio or on a CD or digitally, he actually interchanged some of the parts. He started in the middle and they played that section and then they went to a different section. So by the end of the time, he was actually a new song. Yes, it was based on what he had already established worked and what people liked. However, he wasn't afraid to take that system, take that piece of music and turn it into something else through some improvisation. And at around the same time, he had the people who opened the show. There were two different bands who opened. He would have, he would actually make a little rhythm and they would have to repeat that back. And they created something brand new by just riffing back and forth. And we had the horns and we had the drum and we had the bass guitar and we had the keyboard. They all kind of came in and added their own unique layers. And it was really cool to see what was one thing become something different. Kind of like with podcasting, when you have a podcast, it's okay to experiment. Maybe you want to have guests. Maybe you don't want to have guests. Maybe you want to do something of a talk show. There's lots of ways to slice and dice it, but it's okay to experiment with different things until you figure out what it is that resonates with you and with your listeners. And also, I'm going to add this in, that once you have a podcast, you can turn that into other pieces of content, like videos or like a blog post or create some graphics. Once you have one piece of great content, you can turn it into many different forms, really with this idea of experimenting with the different ways you can serve your audience and reach them the best. This one was really interesting. Number four, kids these days are really resourceful. You know, when I think back to when I was a kid and how I was at the age of 16 versus what my daughter is now, I would say the maturity level is very different because the expectation of kids these days is very different. With the advent of things like smartphones and access to Google, kids are resourceful. They can find ideas. They're problem solvers by nature. And it was interesting to see that when I was surrounded by these kids, and I'll call them kids because, of course, we talked about how I was one of the oldest people in attendance, or at least from my vantage points, that's what it looked like. It was mainly kids that I was surrounded by. 
And, you know, they figured out a way to get themselves there. They figured out a way to pay for tickets, whether they got a job or whether they had their parents help them. But because they were committed to this artist and his message and what he stood for, they were willing to make sacrifices to be there and enjoy the experience of being at a live concert. So when you're thinking about your podcast, it doesn't have to be just you. In fact, my girls help me occasionally now that it's summertime. They occasionally pop in now and help me do different things for the podcast, for our websites, and beyond. So when you think about the things that need to get done for your podcast, don't be afraid to call upon the kids in your life. Whether that means they're your kids or someone else's, they can definitely be an asset to your business and in fact, I find that kids are one of the most overlooked assets inside of any business because we view kids as kids. But really, the fact that kids are so resourceful and they're so in tune, especially with technology and devices, we can really use their strengths to help us share our messages on our podcasts with the world. And this, my friends, brings us to number five, the fifth reason why podcasts are like rock concerts. Use your best stuff again and again. When you go to a rock concert and maybe you're following a particular band and you go from city to city, likely their playlist or their set list will be similar if not the same. It doesn't matter though, because the fans love certain songs and there are certain new singles that are coming out, some of the more classic things. But in every city, those songs are being played. As content creators, as podcasters, as bloggers, as video creators, no matter what kind of content you are creating primarily in your business, we sometimes have this notion that we always have to be innovating and we need to talk about something different. And we already talked about something, you know, on podcast episode 15, so we couldn't possibly talk about it again on episode 200. Well, I'm here to let you know that it is okay. Even if you were to record an episode about a particular topic, for instance, on the podcast, I've done a lot of episodes about how to turn your podcast into different pieces of content so you never have to struggle with coming up with ways to fill your content calendar and share things on social media in particular because you're taking one thing and turning it into multiple. And we had a whole series actually recently on the podcast all about the different ways, and I was essentially talking about the same thing taking your podcast and turning it into a video, taking your podcast and turning it into a blog post, taking your podcast and turning it into a book. There are so many ways to slice and dice this podcast content that you're going to be creating or you're already creating now. My encouragement here is don't be afraid to talk about the same topics again, because you'll likely find that your followers, once you know who they are and what they need in their lives, you'll want to talk about some of the same things over again and again. But every time you talk about it, 
It's a different day. You're coming with a different experience that day. So the conversation is going to be a little bit different every time, even though the topic is the same. So it kind of goes back to the idea of experimenting and improvisation. You can start with one thing and turn it into something else, even if it's the same topic on your podcast. So I want to know from you, are there other ways that you see podcasting being like rock concerts? If so, let me know right there. And I want to continue the conversation with you. If you're listening on the podcast later today or tomorrow, you can go to the show notes at youngpratt.com slash 228. And I'm going to link up all of the previous episodes. We had about multiplying your message or the idea of what it means to take one piece of content like your podcast and turn it into all sorts of different things. Because my friend, as business owners and as content creators, we have enough on our plate. We don't need to reinvent the wheel every time we go to create content. We can use these five things, five reasons why podcasts are like rock concerts. Keep those in the back of your mind. I'm going to review them quickly here for you as well. The first reason we talked about why podcasts are like rock concerts is that even if you're the oldest or the youngest in your niche or your podcasting space, it is a-okay. Start with where you are and move forward. The second thing we talked about was at rock concerts, when they speak to their audiences, they know who they're speaking to. Same thing on your podcast. The more you podcast, the better in tune you are going to get with your audience. So you'll know the right things to say to them so that they continue to follow you and be on the journey with you. Number three was, it is perfectly acceptable to experiment and improvise. Start with something, try it out. If it works, cool. If not, add something else in, take something else out, and you can create the best ways for you to create your podcast. Number four was kids are resourceful. Don't be afraid to call upon the kids in your life to help you with your podcast. And of course, finally, we have use your best stuff again and again. Once you have some episodes under your belt and you have some fan favorites, don't be afraid to bring up that topic again and again, because as you move further down your podcasting journey, you're going to bring new information and new insights to that same topic. So don't be afraid to Use it again and again. Okay, my friends, you can head over to youngpratt.com slash 228 for all the show notes. I'll link up some a place where you can go directly to check out this artist named John Bellion and the concert that Sophie and I went to for her 16th birthday. It was a blast. If he's coming to your area, I definitely recommend you go check it out because it was a really, really great time. 
All right, my friends, it's always a pleasure to be here with you on the podcast. I'd love to continue the conversation. Head on over to the website and let's continue the conversation and talk some more about podcasting. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.